Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Thank you, Alliance. Got an email from a guy that says, Nickelback's a chick band, Holmberg. I don't get why any dude would see them. See, we need to start embracing that. Again, like girls go. Like, I, that used to be. I'm comfortable being around tons of girls. That was the thing that I didn't get. Is like the complaint is looking around the room going, look at all the chicks. Yuck. <laughs> Bring out the dudes. Bring out more dudes. If my dudes see me around, they're, they're going to give me a hard right. time. They're gay. Like, what? <laughs> they're covered in chicks. Gay. Like, I don't see the gay part. I see safe and easy and comfortable, and I think chicks like that. They're non-threatening. That's what... I don't need to be constantly threatened by my band. Again, they try to be threatening, but in a girly way. I get why people think they're a little bit, you know, soft. They're soft. They're basically the Dwight Howard of rock music. They look like a rock band, but they're pushed... You can push them. They're the DeAndre Ayton of rock. Look at them. They look like a rock band. Everything you look at them, you'd say, that is a rock band. And then you push them around like, oh, geez, they get knocked around pretty easily. Not a whole lot of fight. Dominating. Yeah, 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 that kind of crap. They're DeAndre Ayton of rock. Talking about how badass they are and they're going to get things done. And then somebody comes along and just elbows them out of the way. And you're like, whoa, there's not a lot of pushback with the old Nickelback. I got a great email from someone, and I didn't expect this. A celebrity emailed in and said, I love Nickelback, but not as much as a Jew loves a dollar back. Signed, Johnny Batch. I'm like, God damn it, Johnny. Didn't you learn? <laughs> yeah, the Nickelback thing kills me. I just, it's, uh... oh, and the other thing is this is how non-threatening Nickelback is. You all know my story of uh, being more titanium than man now, thanks to the chorus, too. Two fake shoulders, two fake hips. And uh, going into Nickelback, i got to go through the metal detector. This is the first time ever I've set one of those things off, and it was a three-ring circus. It was <laughs> the red lights around that thing are going off. Two people with wands standing right there, and I'm like, here we it's go. sparked out. Here it is. I'm finally something. It's the first one I've gone through with four pieces of metal in my body. Now, three never registered it. Just got this fourth one put in. I'm like, I must be. Finally over the hump. Um, at the airport, Nothing. Of course, it's JSX, which is awesome. They don't care. It's like three people at a time go through the metal detector. You know how in a regular metal detector they have to pretend like they're on? Yeah. I don't think any of them are on. Though they stop you, especially at Suns games. Like, one at a time, one at a time. JSX, you've got a bag. You just walk in. Th- the two people at once just elbowing through like it's a Three Stooges routine. Everybody's trying to get in. They're for show. That is just. It might even be made of foam. I'm not sure it's even real. So I go through the Nickelback one at T-Mobile Arena, and I set it off. And the dude goes, you good? He just waves me over. The guy with the wand, you good? And I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, you good. Like, you don't think I have a sawed-off shotgun for a leg like uh, like a Robert Rodriguez movie? You good. And I just walked into Nickelback. And it, basically what he was thinking is, if you start shooting up the Nickelback show, nobody's going to care. Now I'm going through an airport. I'm like, it's very Spinal Tap ish. If you've seen that movie, 
I get stopped every time. You do? I, didn't think I would. And, and the guy takes the wand thing after, and it's right in the midsection oh, from they, the oh, navel the hernia. Yeah. So it looks like they're doing my crotch. Like, oh, the guy's got yeah. something wrapped in, in fairness, the it could be because you look like you're smuggling. Yeah. Yeah. They, may, they, might just, they might be profiling, which isn't right, but it could be. No, <laughs> because the, I looked at the screen, and there's a little square right there in, in my yeah, stomach. Your little mesh gut. Yep. Yeah. My my. Shoulders and hips up until this fourth one never set it off. And again, JSX last night hopping on the flight, which by the way, JSX, if you've been on their one by ones, I've never been on a one by one before, which is a plane where there's one set of seats on one side and one set of seat on the other, and there's a table in between you. It's, what? It's, oh, no kidding. I had the two by one the last The two by one is the yeah, short flight. The normal ones, one. Oh, okay. So I didn't know what was going on. My flight got delayed till real late. And so getting on there, like, we're on a one by one now because we had to. Bring in one of our long haulers. So the, the flights from here to like Dallas, I guess, or they're Dallas to Florida. JSX is incredible. And so they're like, we're on a one by one. So we're going to give you some money back for, because you paid a little extra to sit in the front and I didn't get the front. So like, okay. And I'm like, what's a one by one? I thought it was going to be real, cr- uh uh-uh, uh, it's better. Instead of having a seat in between you, there's like a nice little leather table and pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> Although the stewardess, and I'm going to call her that last night, didn't seem too happy Uh-oh. to be on the late flight. Yeah. Because I've never heard this before. It was pretty great, though. Thanks for flying JSX. Uh, in a few seconds, in-flight service will begin. And since it's such a short flight, I'm probably not going to get to all of you. So if I don't, I'm sorry. There's like 18 people on this plane. She had mapped out maybe nine or ten folks getting drinks before she was going to shut her down. I mean, you have to, like, it's an effort to sound like that much of a bitch. It is. Like, to go up and say... you want to move to the front right now? I'm about to do most of my job, but uh, you folks in the back are pretty much uh, BF'd on this deal. Sorry, no drinks for you. (laughs) It's like, it's five more steps. You can't do it? Nope. No. Like I said before, it's a short flight. I don't feel like walking around that much, okay? (laughs) She you did didn't not, have a problem last week. did not want to be there. Now, I've been on enough JSX flights that this stewardess has been on there before. And the day flight, she was super friendly. This one was supposed to leave at 6 o'clock, and it left at almost 10. Or actually 9.30. So she wasn't happy at all. Her night got really screwy. But the people that hey, paid for it were sister, rows 10 through you 14. Can to, you can go to American. <laughs> right. Have oh, fun there. Hey, Tuts, oh, spirit's always hiring. My right. buddy from American... Got this announcement. He, he, uh, Katero, he left Friday and he gets this thing from the pilot. Thanks for flying American Airlines. Since uh, we've overbooked a couple of flights, we're going to wait for some more passengers to come in off another flight. They're coming in off the manifest, so uh, we're going to go ahead and wait for them if you don't mind. And everybody's like, well, I got a connecting flight. How long are we going to wait? Right. All right, now that I've got the bird in the air here, we realize that we've overloaded the flight. We've got a bit of a fuel issue due to a weight problem. We're going to have to take an unscheduled stop in Salt Lake City. Oh. oh. Flew from, like, somewhere in Montana to Salt Lake City. Like, 20 minutes later, they're like, oh, we're not going to make it. <laughs> we, we got too much weight on this bird. So they missed, all, missed all their connecting flights and flew to Los Angeles, and they gave him a freebie at the Holiday Inn in La Cienega. <laughs> He was you know, fuming. supposed to come here in the Yeah, well, LA? the connecting flight was L.A. Gotcha. So they were flying from wherever they were going. I think Jackson Hole or something. They had a couple bouncers, but then end up to 
go to. Uh, it was one of those Eagle American Eagles where they're small. Yeah, and if they, they, yeah, yeah, and they overloaded it. And like, we got to go to Salt Lake City real quick. And then they missed all their connecting flights because then they're going to Salt Lake to L.A. and then here. Also, Katero's a Johnny Bench fan, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so he could have taken the direct flight. Right. But he found that super deal. I thought his wife books all that. She, she married, did, she she married did this him for one. a reason. <laughs> Old Johnny Bench so over there. They're one in the same now? Uh, he's saving her money. <laughs> He Johnny benched the scheduling. I wanted to tell him that. He's texting. He goes, I'll never fly this airline again. You were, yeah, flying, you you were flying. I understand the Jackson Hole to like another big airport to get on a real plane, but you were going Salt Your Lake. Your red eye with four stops yeah, is not. You passed your destination <laughs> to go home. I remember once I was trying to cheap up a flight to go. Uh, I think I was going to San Francisco. No, I was going to Denver for a football game. And the only flight I could get had one stopover in Salt Lake City. Like, that didn't make any sense Fly at all. Yeah, you go, well, you got to go. I mean, there goes Denver. It's over there to the right. <laughs> right. And we got quite a distance to go north of it. And then you shoot over. And it was like nine hours. And then there was wow. one to go to uh, Las Vegas that has that. One of the airlines goes directly to Salt Lake and then takes you back to Vegas. That's like one of the stops. Like, you'd think that they would do that different. And go to Vegas first and then Salt Lake City. I don't like passing a thing to go back to a thing. So he did that, but he, Johnny, benched it. So, whatever. But, yeah, it was tough. But it was a late flight, and the stewardess was not happy to be at all. Not even a little. In fact, she sat behind us on a flight about a year ago. And oh, talked you remembered to- it? Oh, yeah, because she was, well, we were chatting with her, because it was her and two other JSX employees, and they were sitting behind us. And all she did was bitch about the other employees, like in a fun way. Like, she seemed fun. Nuh-uh, not last night. I'll take the snacks of the first five rows. You people in the back, if you want a snack, come find me. <laughs> she just throws some cans down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> just roll them, the floor. roll them down the aisle. All right. Here's some soda and some tequila. Oh. Oh, and the girl sitting next to me had the noise. I didn't order a drink because I didn't want any part of this. Like, if she's mixing them, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> I thought you could see her. Can't you see yeah, her? she's hiding. She could make that happen. Girl next to me, hey, can I take a drink? I'll have a mango margarita. And her face was like, I'm going to kill this bitch. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right, because the girl in row eight got a mango margarita, nobody else is drinking. That's it. That's Four it. Rows. I got nothing but mango margarita time now. And all it is is a zing-zang. It's in a can. Yeah. They offer it. It's on the menu. There's like three flavors of margarita, and one's a mango margarita. Comes in a can. Anyway, it was pretty funny. So yeah, she didn't want to be there. And I don't blame her. I even said, like, I'm not, I'm not ordering anything from her. She walked by. She goes, I guess you complimentary because the drinks are free. It comes with the price of the thing. I'm like, I'm going to skip this one. You don't seem too happy to be here, and I don't like that combination. I'll bring you the can and the can. No, it's all right. You can spit in the ice still. I'm not interested in this. <laughs> Weird. Uh, yeah, I heard more Nickelback people. And now we got a couple of them said, Nickelback puts on a hell of a show. This guy says, I went to the Phoenix show a couple days ago. I actually texted a buddy about how nice it was there. The wife saw it. She wasn't happy about that text. Uh, oh, how much nice P was there. I missed it. I'm sorry. He said, I, I told a buddy. I texted. <laughs> I thought he was saying how nice the show was. So I texted a buddy about how much nice P there was at the show. My wife saw it. She wasn't happy about that. Challenged me to grow up and stop making comments like this to my friends, considering that I'm 44 years old. Oh. I don't believe that's ever going to happen, Stephen. It isn't, Stephen. It actually gets worse. 
The next few years are going to be more comments about pee under your breath than you've ever could have imagined. <laughs> Something in your 40s where you're like, I know I shouldn't be doing this anymore, but I got to whisper stuff about quite a bit in order to make my day feel all right. Because otherwise I feel like I've let everyone down. As yeah. you're dealing with the potential start of the change. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that could be, Steve. I don't know how your, old, your wife is, but she might be going through the change. And that basically means she is furious at her own and she doesn't like you noticing that there's others out there. If your car could get mad at you for new models... <laughs> That's basically what this is. Are you looking at that? <laughs> oh, I see you staring at the new Bronco, huh? <laughs> yeah, they do look good, don't they? Guess what? I just lost a cylinder. I guess me throwing 200,000 miles and toting your kids all over the place isn't enough anymore. No appreciation. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's amazing how much it's like a car. Yeah. They take the older Bronco. The amount of money I spent yeah. restoring that thing. <laughs> right. I put a lot of new parts on this Bronco. <laughs> and you're still looking at the new ones. Well, yeah. They don't seem to have as much road damage on them. <laughs> and you scream and yell every time I start you. Just get in and drive. I'm not interested in any of this car wash nonsense. You got trash all over the floor. John Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, and also, uh, not just Nickelback, this dude had a great, this email just came in. says, I had to do mandatory sensitivity training for work myself, John, for something that happened. And it's your fault. What? I remember years ago, you used to scream out in your Al Pacino voice, she got a great ass. Well, that's oh, from a movie. No. Greatest lines. Yeah. He said, uh, come to find out that was a quote from a movie. <laughs> and since then, I've been saying it for years. And evidently, a girl at my office didn't realize I was quoting a movie when I said it to the guy next to me in our cube grid. <laughs> he laughed, but the lady on the other side of the wall didn't and reported me and said I made disparaging comments about women in the workplace. Well, my boss is very cool, and she had me sit through some training videos and fill out some papers. But I was in a room by myself, so everybody knew I was a bad boy. <laughs> One of the things in the video said, what to say to a new employee in our vast company. They recommend that you limit all interaction with the new person unless that person asks you for help. It could be seen as condescending and misogynistic in certain cases to tell someone how things are done if you aren't the assigned trainer. The recommendation for new employees is to say to them, welcome aboard. My name is blank. If you need anything, feel free to ask me. They showed us a video of how to do this, and it's so weird. Then they show a video of what not to do, which was hilarious. We got included the phrase, you're not going to last too long if you're doing it that way. <laughs> we basically are a company that relies on everyone doing things properly or the flow gets ruined. It gets passed from one department to the next. If one idiot goes rogue, it ruins everything. 
Uh, if we don't show them the shortcuts, we're going to be here for hours trying to fix problems. After this debacle, I realized I'm never going to talk to anyone at work again. I'm done introducing myself to any of the new employees, and we have four or five a week. Uh, it used to be called being friendly. Now it's toxic. F this world 13 years till I retire, Gregory. Yeah, that's how people feel about this. <laughs> sensitivity stuff. <laughs> we had that sensitivity class. And people wonder why you want to work remotely. Screw it. Right. Why am I going to an office? Yeah, you're, you're running the risk of, of, of danger. I drift that I learned about on Friday. I drift. And what else did you say? Salutations? You can't say Well, you can't, was it unsolicited or unwelcome, unwelcome salutation? salutation. Well, this was all online. I did this to myself because we were joking around about it. So I'm like, I wonder what it would really be. It's a company in Chicago has videos you can get them on, online. And I got one of them and I was like, unwelcome salutations, Aren't which they is. all unwelcome? Kind of? I mean, no, no, it's just I hello. Mean, I mean, how well, sensitive are you? I'm apparently very sensitive. So if somebody you don't like says hi to you, get out! How of here. dare you? You're gonna turn them in. <laughs> hi, Mr. Toledo. Mm. There's too many pussies. Mm. Exactly, Brett. You're not allowed to say that anymore. If unwelcome salutations are a thing, Paul Sura is using that every oh, no, no. time. <laughs> yeah. Well, Paul doesn't talk to anybody for a reason, and he's right. Oops, sorry. Because they get upset looking at Paul. I think Paul's mad. Paul is the reason why. I tried to be nice to that bitch. <laughs> like, ho, 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 what happened? I don't know. I walked by, I said hello. She said, we don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> I'm never going to say a f- thing to anyone ever again. I hate people. <laughs> and I giggle like, but he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not Paul got, Paul, Paul got a talking to about two years ago for not saying goodbye on the phone. That's right. Oh, I remember That's that. Everybody thought Paul was That's hanging right. up on him. I remember that. Okie doke. Click. And they're like, Jesus, this asshole. And only he wasn't saying he goodbye. He didn't even say okie doke. Well, the one time he yeah. did, and it was kind of like, okie doke. <laughs> and you okie doked him. And uh, then the next thing you know, you're in an office going, Paul, we got to talk about the way you say goodbye to people on the phone. Huh? <laughs> he was baffled. We feel like you just hanging up on people isn't proper. Like, hanging up on? What are you talking about? <laughs> I was talking to you and everything seemed fine, and the next thing you know, you just cut me off. Huh? <laughs> we, we sorted out the problem. I said, okie doke, and we were done. Okie doke isn't okey-doke. goodbye. Okie doke made me feel less than. <laughs> that was kind of a funny thing when we first started um, at the station originally, because... Said Chuck. Chuck is a guy that answers phones. He oh, never says goodbye. Ever. The conversation just hilarious. Ended. Once you yep. learn that, you oh, really? try to get it out of it. Yep. I was three or four minutes into a chat with Chuck. You realized he wasn't there, and he was gone. <laughs> Did you get that thing I saved for you on your desk? Oh yeah, Chuck. I meant to talk to you about that. So uh, I was going to do the- Chuck. <laughs> All I needed was yes. Oh, he, he was never say goodbye. He was no. human. He was human text. He, wow. was, he was before texting. Chuck was texting in person. And it was funny sometimes. You're like, you try to get him to say, okay, is that uh, yeah. it, Chuck? That's it. Bye. <laughs> he said goodbye that time. <laughs> I love you. Are you coming out to the thing or am I going to sit here all goddamn day? Uh, I'll be out in a second. I've got this. Th- Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> all he wanted was I'll be out in a second. Yeah, he was human text, but boy, he wouldn't make it today at all. I mean, for a myriad of reasons, but right, he checked out just in time. This world is not for Chuck. 
Yeah, Paul said okie doke to people and had to sit in an office and get told to knock that off. <laughs> it's a transvestite hooker walking through our parking lot. That might be the person who Whoa. took a dump on our wall. That is a messed up Hire line. that. <laughs> Sorry, we got distracted by something. That is a, shoes at two different wedges? It's like Monday. <laughs> that thing's week is starting that badly. Man, those AI sex robots can't get here soon enough. And Paul might as well just had a door slam sound on his phone. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Are right, we going to get that done? Okie doke. <laughs> hey, that piece of <laughs> didn't say goodbye. Had to sit in an office and get told to not do that. And now, and now, goodbye. <laughs> Every time he's on the cut, now it's condescending and rude. And he knows. What you created. Hey, you, 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 you asked for You it. poked him yep. with the hot poker and said, you have to say goodbye. In fact, I watched him call someone once to say goodbye to them because he wasn't sure it got through. Just wanted to make sure we're on the same page and that you heard me say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> but Okie Doke didn't cut it. Felt like he was being rude. <laughs> Well, this is the whole thing about, and that was in there too, is emojis and texting and the sensitivity. That, they didn't get that deep into it in the thing I watched. But yeah, the thumbs up thing is generationally all screwed up. <laughs> Younger people think you're being a dick and old people just think it means thumbs up because it does. <laughs> How dare you send me a thumbs up when I said, did you get my papers? Thumbs up. Got them. That's just basically saying, gotcha. Great job. Thumbs up. That means you don't care about me as a person. Oh, you couldn't have nailed that harder. You're right, f- right about that. Right. Especially now. Yeah, that, that is the most right you've ever been, Braden. <laughs> How come you do that? How come you throw thumbs up at me? Because you asked me if you did something and if I received it, and that is a quick way to say you betcha. That's like saying okie doke before you hang up on someone. All right. Yeah, that's enough. You know what, Braden? Go f*** yourself. I'm going to be How saying that, that all day now. Okie doke. Okie doke pisses people off. Okie doke. I mean, okie doke should never bother you. Even thinking the way it's spelled is adorable. Okie doke. I mean, if you say okie dokie, it's even cuter. I don't even know how you can consider that mad. I think you can be the maddest you've ever been in your life and go, and we're done. We're divorced. Okie doke. And you can't even sound mad saying okie doke at that. But Okie Doke sat him down. We need to have a chat about you and your Okie Doke. <laughs> I just got. I just. I think I just got fired for what? Because I said Okie Doke to one of the dip salespeople. I think that's why you're gonna. What? Huh? Okie Doke can't get you fired. Nobody's been fired for Okie Doke. I'm the first. <laughs> Like, okie doke is, you can get fired for that. Okie doke homo F word. You can get nailed for that, but it's not the okie doke that does you in. Now, in fairness, I didn't hear the phone get hung up, and it could have been a violent slam. But even on no, the not from Paul. Nah, no, no, no come on, guy. yeah. I don't still a funny story. You got to fumble with it. It's been years. I mean, every, yeah, yeah, you got to buddy rich it. You got to sound like Ringo Starr closing up the show. <laughs> that guy just okie doked and hung up on me real hard. And the only thing you do, you can't do that with like a cell phone because you can't get mad on a cell phone and hang up. Have to do it with a handheld earpiece. Okie doke. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, and uh, also, the, the heat is real, although everybody's making a big deal. When I was in Las Vegas, it's about the same. It's a little cooler. 
Uh, but they set a record. Up yeah, it was one seventeen. But they're acting like everybody's going to die. Right. Like we've never seen anything like this. I'm like, we have. We're we're a couple yeah. hours away. Ago. It's 122. We've had it. You're you're, you're going to make it. They're going out to people. They're, they're making people stand outside in it. And like the reporters are like, I've been out here for four minutes and I can't feel my toes. It's like it's 114. It's still morning. It's like you guys are okay. Do you see the one here with the uh, emergency room doctor who's saying uh, they've had a rise in people with pavement burns? Oh, yeah, it's dumb. Well, at the pool, there were more paramedics than there were, uh, like, uh, thongs. It was, like, because I went to the – I'm fine. It's Phoenix. I'm used to being outside. Now, walking on that thing from the cabana to the pool, you're about eight steps in before you're like, okay, I'm cooking. And then I hopped in the pool, and uh, it was okay. I was a little upset at the aria because I got okie doked. Well, <laughs> let's just say this: there were a couple of great pool stories. So go to the pool. Cabana's nice. I always like getting that cabana and just sitting out there and hanging out and stuff. They bring you service and that. So then it got kind of hot, so I hop in the pool and just walk around. I'm not going to hang out in a pool too much because you know. But there were a couple of kids in there again, and uh, there's a sign in the bathroom, and I think I'm the only one who uses the bathroom that says. You know, if you've got diarrhea, uh, that needs to be posted. Come on. Oh yeah, don't get in the water. And it also says on the changing table, which I don't think they should have, because that's encouraging kids to be there. Uh, kids shouldn't be getting in there with a diaper on. I'm like, no, they shouldn't. And make sure that you wash your hands real good and don't defecate or pee in the water. Like these are warning signs. And I'm like, oh yeah, people need to be reminded. And there's kids. And I don't know who takes a kid to Vegas in the first place. You're the devil. The only sin in Vegas that I consider sinful is a child wandering around in Vegas with their parents. There's no reason for it at all. If you don't have a sitter, you can't go. So uh, there's a couple of kids in the pool, and so I hopped in there. And then I noticed there was a Greek couple or something, something funny, sitting behind us, like right there at the edge of the pool. And they got a big stink brewing, like something's going on. And the old dude's covered in, he's Greek. He's got, he just looks like a teddy bear. He's got hair everywhere. Looks like he needs to be shorn. Oh, he, he needed a, he needed a, like one of those dudes with those <laughs> cutter, those giant lamb shears. Right. Uh, he was thick. Beard, eyebrow, all just, all, his whole face was just an eyebrow. And he's sitting there and his wife and their hands are going. You can tell something's not right. They're talking to an official. It's not like a cabana person. It's somebody in a. Poor bastard had to wear his Aria coat outside. It's like 115. Oh. Paramedics walking by constantly just dragging people out of there. Because you forget, the Midwesterners think, that'll be fine. We'll be in the pool. And they're dying in the pool. Like th- that one, 115 to one of those people that's never been outside of 88, it punches them square in the nuts immediately. So there's, you know, dragging firefighters, just dragging people out of the pool like it's like it's not. <laughs> Hilarious. I mean, one after another, you just see another... Rolling by with that gurney, like we got another. You see, I saw what I considered Mexican uh, Brett Vesley was going to die in the sun. So oh, I wanted to send awesome a picture. picture. Not that no, one. I saw that, that was a that different one? guy. Oh, there was a dude in the pool that I'm like, it's Mexican Brett Vesley who's going to die in the sun today because he had he was brown from the elbows down, but his shirt was off and it looked like he had the whitest t-shirt you've ever seen on with two <laughs> nipples drawn on it. And this dude was roasting and just his face looked funny. But I'm like, that's and it looked like. Crazy burning up you in the sun. There was a bunch of Brett Vesley's there. John Holmberg's morning sickness. The 98 KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness.
So I'm eyeballing everybody about to croak in the sun. This guy's going nuts. And so uh, I try to get a little closer to the drama. I lean up on the pool. And the guy's like, uh, hey, if I'd have done it, what would I do such a thing in the daylight? Who'd never do such things in daylight if I had done that? And I'm like, sir, we just have to make sure. You can't really hear him like, oh, what's he done? So I asked the cabana lady, and she goes, oh, um, somebody accused him of touching their kids in the pool. Oh. Oh. He he did it. Hey, wait a minute. He said he wouldn't do that in the daylight? Exactly. Brett gets it. Brett's with me. He understands crime. You don't O.J. Simpson, (laughs) if I did it, it certainly wouldn't be here. You just say, I would never. That's stupid. Unbelievable. If I was a kid, why in the daylight? They're so much more tender in the darkness or dusk time. What was wrong with this guy? Yeah, so that was his excuse. This went on for a long time. Like, the ARIA officials would leave, and then, you know, he'd be sitting there with his wife, and they're barking and yelling at each other, like, what's going on? And then he'd start laughing, and then two more officials would come back. The people accusing him uh, left, which people were like, well, that's a little fishy that you accuse somebody of touching your kid, and then you bail. But I guess maybe I would do that, too, and just go leave it up to the professionals to get my kid out of here. So while all this is going on, I'm sitting on the steps trying to, you know, eavesdrop on this whole thing. And I'm getting some words here and there. And then all of Vietnam showed up with their children. It was the weirdest thing in the world. Like 17 Vietnamese people, like nine of them were under the age of four. And uh, all the little kids just took their pants off and were, were in underwear. And they're just, it was caddy day. Yes. And I look back at the Greek guy like, ooh, this has to be a nightmare for him. Cause Guys, are we finished here? Yeah. Are we finished? Yeah. Are we done? <laughs> Just move to the left a little. They're in their undies. Like he was pumped. Kids, like, you come back yeah. at night. Okay, okay. See now, look. They're 14 little Asian babies. Not even interested because the sun is up. Was the El Cortez closed or something? I, they ship them all down to the area or what? I have Bussing no idea. problems up In there. In the sky pool of all things. Saturday night I was at Talking Stick and I thought the same thing. They had the whole rave going. Yeah. And the... Sweet that uh, the party that I was in yeah. was looking at the ray for an hour and a half. Not one paramedic in there. Yeah. And they're going crazy. Yeah. Well, we're there. Phoenicians. I we thought get it. That. Not a lot of foreigners. I was impressed. Yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. Pretty neat. But yeah, they couldn't believe it, though. So, don't know how that ended with the Greek guy. But he did it. Like, Brett, you got it right away. Yeah. Like, you don't say that. When you're a kid, if somebody came to you right now and said, hey, the people next to you said you touched their kid in the pool. I'm like, they're out of their minds. I don't. I would never touch a kid. Right. I wouldn't add in broad daylight to that. <laughs> <laughs> I would never touch a child in such a setting. Huh? Wait I a got second. rules. Well, I got rules. There's too many eyeballs here. And I even told the uh, cabana hostess. I'm like, that's exactly what a guy who touches kids would say. I wouldn't do this in the daylight. Like, if I was to touch a kid, that's exactly when I'd you do it. You guys hear this? You guys hear this? <laughs> I would do it right in the middle of the day because the accusation seems insane. <laughs> if I was a kid diddler, that's exactly when I put my finger in their cracker. And I just oh. slid it right down there like a credit card, and I pulled it right out in the pool. It touched me. What are you, crazy kid? You think I'd touch you with all these witnesses around? You're nuts. He's a liar. <laughs> that's what Michael Jackson was doing right in the middle of the day with her parents nearby. I would never touch a child. The parents were right there. Are you crazy? So if the parents weren't there? Of course. I would probably f*** them that way, but I'm not touching them in front of their parents. Don't be stupid. But yeah, so that was crazy. And then when Vietnam showed up, and so I went and I I did a little 
Karen activity. I'm like, look, these cabanas aren't cheap. And uh, I don't come to the Aria to swim with children. That. And they're like, Vietnamese people? I'm like, well, that's, well, that's a secondary besides story. That, but besides that point, <laughs> I don't care what nationality they are. Can we get them out of the, you know, requirement swim trunks? You can't just disrobe and hop in in your Captain Vietnam panties. I think Could they you have get me out of the Da Nang? Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't like what I'm seeing here. And we're getting out, and Megan says something to one of them like, hey, "You got to move off the steps." And that kid doesn't understand a word you're saying. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> he came all the way over here from somewhere else and put his panties on and thought that was okay. You can't get in the pool in your underpants. You just can't. Your pool? Sure. No, oh, right. But that's the weird thing is is that then you draw that line. But it's kids. If like a dude got it in his underpants, he'd be like, whatever. A, a little kid's getting it in their underpants. You just think the dirtiest of dirt because nothing is clean about a kid's underpants. But then I saw, you know, like every woman's in a thong. Like butts are out. But you assume those are spotless. You assume it. they're not. That Greek dude with all that hair. There should be a rule against him getting in there because there's no way his back door's clean. The pool's doing a good amount of work. Scrubbing off all those dingles. That guy has a beaded curtain between his ass cheeks. <laughs> and I'm sitting here worried about the by Vietnamese there, you're like, seagrass oh, in the water. Oh, it, it was, yeah. Oh, no, that's the floating around. Like, oh, it's like being in the ocean. With the current. <laughs> like seagulls floating down and eating some of it. I'm like, oh, it's that Greek guy's ass hair. Oh, it was like if the wind blew, it would flow. But I started to, I started to kind of change my way. I'm like maybe it's a maybe a pool full of kids is better because their poops are so little, they don't have hairy dingleberry butt. Listen to yourself. I am. Uh, that Greek dude kept getting in and out of there. In the daylight. And I guarantee you, all he does when he cleans up that back door is smear it all over the carpet that he's got for an ass. <laughs> Disgusting. But it was uh, it was an interesting uh, few seconds. But, man, I felt bad for that Greek dude when Vietnam showed up and all of them were under nine. And this dude likes fiddling kids. <laughs> and he's got to work his way around the Aria <laughs> cops. Sir, we just and he wouldn't leave. Like if you accuse me of diddling kids, like the first dude that comes over and says, "Hey, you touched a kid," I'm like, "No, I didn't. Not in the daylight." <laughs> and then like, "All right, we'll be right back." You're not coming back. I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be in that same chair. At least I'm moving. He stayed there for four hours. I'm not waiting for. They're checking out show. cameras. No, let him check cameras at the pool. I don't even know if they have them. They probably do. They would have to. You'd think so, but I don't know where they're hanging out. Lifeguards didn't see anything. Some lady just goes, that man just touched my kid. Like, I don't think he intentionally did. It probably felt like a hand. But my guess is the filters came on and some of that hair on them waved <laughs> over and whipped against your kid like a jellyfish. <laughs> kid started crying. <laughs> the Greek guy touched me. Well, kind of. His hair floated over and Could have been like an otter him. floating in that kelp bed. <laughs> right. <you> know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's cracking meals off his belly like otters do. I was just eating my meal off of my tender, hairy belly, and uh, my hair floated over and rubbed that little boy's back for a second. You imagine that you're standing in a pool and the dude's hair so long it's just brushing your back. It feels nice at first, and you're like, wait a minute, what is that? Oh, oh God, oh, God, Greek hair, Greek hair, tzatziki. But it was weird. It was really strange because it wasn't necessarily handled poorly, but it was handled right in front of all of us. Like, you'd think that... And I think maybe he pitched a fit going, I'm not going anywhere. Like, they're like, let's go over here and talk. No. 
He was he was trying to wear them out in the heat because they were in suits. And I think that was the smart move. No, you're going to yell at me. Do it right there. And so he made them yell at him right there. But they kept it cool. And then everybody was laughing at the end. And then the Aria cops left and nobody took him away. Or, so he or, stayed in the pool? He was, a, yeah, he was on a, one of the lounge chairs. Wow. It's all a big mistake. He's big mistake. My hair is 8 to 12 feet long in the water. It brushes up against others like car wash. And dingleberries feel a little like the ends of fingers. <laughs> I can't clean <laughs> this system. It is bad. <laughs> like, I thought of that guy's shower in the Aria, and I'm oh. like, man, you know what? Kudos to the Aria cleaning crew, because never once have I known there was a Greek dude in front of me that had the room before me. Never once have I got... That shower has to be like a barbershop floor. They have to rake Maybe. the shower. Uh, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel smell. Get the rake! Maybe he and his family are the reason why you guys got upgraded that one time. Huh? Wasn't there oh, a no. nest, in the, a nest in the shower? No, that was at the Disneyland. Oh. That was the pubes in the shower. Oh. Disney. Ugh. Got a free night. Right. Bunch of skip the line passes. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> it was worth calling and telling on the previous Greek. <laughs> hey, some hairy Greek was in my shower, an Italian woman. I don't know what's going on, but... It looks like the thing is growing on my wall. There were two big, long curlies, and they weren't, like, head hair. Unless Weird Al Yankovic was in the room before me. There's no way. Pubes. Yeah, it was an interesting weekend. WNBA action. Greeks touching kids. Vietnamese kids running around. You didn't say, but did you buy your advance tickets for next year's WNBA? No, I'm not not going to that. I will never go to another (laughs) WNBA event. It is a waste of time. And they're so smug. Uh, we, we're, scoring, we're scoring all these points because, you know, the talent level. I'm like, you're not playing defense, but you're jogging. Like, you're letting Brittany Griner do layups, and you're calling it like a skill. I, I could have had, no kidding, two fake hips, one shoulder that I can't even get over my head right now because PT is, you know, I'm only halfway through. I'd had 10 or 12 points in that game. They weren't defending anything on purpose, trying to run the score up so people who didn't watch see that it was like 130 to 115 go man those girls are scoring you're not getting that it's not the same game get a good run in oh so bad they, they and they have no marketing at all they think they're the, they think they're on the same exact level as the nba they need to sell this product and you need to put a game on that's actually you know of your best players this is what you had the opportunity to show your best players playing against each other it could have been good no nah, they decided to go yeah just loaf it out idiots Idiots. We need a Johnny Bench there to throw a slur at them. Because <laughs> that's what he's known for forever now. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Uh, it is a little hot out right now, so now's the time to get those bikes serviced. And they got the best wrenches in town. Doesn't matter if you got a pivot, you got a huffy, whatever you got, they got the knowledge and the parts to take care of you. Get that thing going right. So, actionrideshop.com or just head on over there to Gilbert Road in Southern and hang out with Josh and the boys. Uh, on the list, uh, Ghost, uh, Bad Omens, Machine Head, Amity Affliction, Chimera, Eskimo Callboy, uh, Asking Alexandria, Beartooth, Power Trip, Deftones, Nickelback, Metallica, Anthrax. Uh, man, I never get past ghosts. Let somebody else choose. Side of a bullet? We'll do a little of that. Nickelback, Side of a Bullet's a great song. They didn't do it, though. Really? Wow. Interesting. 
probably too aggressive. The one manly song they have. Well, scare you know, the ladies. Then the ladies would get nervous if they got a little loud. Side of a bullet. Mm, let's go. It was a good-looking crew. Not all of them, again, but better than most. And I remember back in the day with uh, rock music that you could get, like, a bachelorette party might show up at Bon Jovi and Skid Row. You could go and have, like, some fun. Not anymore. Unless you go to Nickelback. I think they're making the... It's not like going to a Slayer concert, though. No, no. No, very rarely does a, is there a girl with a sash that says bride on it with Slayer. <laughs> it's my dad's the red party. Oh, God. What in the world is wrong with all of you? But, uh, yeah, it's interesting because I think they're going country. I think they're going the uh, Bon Jovi route because they had Brantley Gilbert as their opener. Oh, yeah. Five Finger Death Punch that did, is. though, too, on their last yeah, tour. Yeah, I saw that, too, and yeah. I wasn't sure why that he's being embraced. Hey, he's loud. Yeah. But it wasn't, I don't know any of the songs, but he was, you know, he's good, but I don't like that music. It was too much. Yeah. Like, when I seen him, he was on for, like, an hour 15. He I'm was, like, whoa, same. all right, all right. I, I didn't, we, none of the opening acts, I yeah. didn't see any, but I heard it as, I'm like, he's still on stage? Yeah. Like I got nine o'clock. I'm walking into the thing thinking they're going to be on in ten minutes, and he was still going. Scrib, you guys ready for some Nickelback? I'm like, what are you still doing up there? <laughs> but yeah, they didn't do Side of a Bullet. It's a good song too. It's a great song. I wonder if they ever do that live because it's uh, Dimebag's actual recorded guitar on this. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. But either way, they should because it's great. Uh, we'll do it as the Wake Em Ups. <laughs> It's out of control now. 98 KUPD.